Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. I'm Spencer Hall, and you are listening to the sound of week three college football. This man's out here throat singing. Is this every game a Big Ten game or something? Oh, mm. I'm sorry. I was just, <laughs> yeah. How long, how long could I have done that before people would have gone now nah, said click? I mean, if they made it through the uh, live show recording of your welcome, they will sit through anything. That's true. That's please, true. please note lots of people didn't. <laughs> Most people on earth didn't. <laughs> um, those like this is this is by the way i will say a a pretty good week i will just say most most weeks of college football good by default this this is a pretty good week i look forward to reality disproving this for me but i am really looking forward to it can can i ask a question before we get started that's not about the week at all sure what happened to vans Vans? Okay. Are we uh, you moved to New York is what happened. No, they're, no. They're thriving. No, that's not true. Like, Vans You used did to... move to New York, bitch. So aggressive straight out the gate. You told me it's not true. Uh, okay, so you're, you moved to New York. So you're saying, no. I, 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 yes. I live in New York. That part is true. But See? Vans, Vans, oh. and I'm talking about not minivans. Like vans, vans, like oh, like big square vans, like conversion vans. Yeah, that used to be an aspirational thing. That used to be a thing that we were like, yeah, man, vans are cool. The A Team had a van. The Ninja Turtles had a van. I feel like local news was like the Action News Seventeen van. And now, like, our vans are not a cool thing anymore. Vans are not a thing that you're like, oh man, you see, you see, Todd got a new van. Look at that. With wood first, paneling. For, first of all, guys named Todd are still getting new vans. <laughs> Fair. Vans did, are cool. Todd, Todd's never stopped getting vans. You know what Todd Haley has sitting in his parking lot? Big old van. No, vans are cool because we used to wear we used to wear them um, for skateboarding, but no, now kids no, wear them even no. if they're not skateboarding. No, I wasn't talking about the shoes, and you know that. And you, you said just vans decided, aren't. You said you vans just, aren't cool. Hey. I thought I thought attorneys were supposed to have very precise use of language. Um, apparently, I am no longer you're I'm no longer retaining you. Have I just been fired by all of our listeners as well? My business, uh, my business. Congratulations! <laughs> Your business You've taken sunk. everything from me, Jason Kirk. <laughs> you're no longer you're no longer partner at Nanny Nanny and Nanny. I don't even yeah, have you know where money. You know where? Yeah, you know where you're living now in, in a, a van. van. <laughs> the Revenge of the Van. Yeah, I have a theory on what happened to Vans. Yeah. They got associated with kidnapping? I think, one, they did have a bad brand. Because <laughs> when I, when you say van, I think of abductions and and fatal highway accidents. Where sure. that's that's really it, right? Because you never heard about... Which, which is just the Lord's abduction, if you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> You're being kidnapped by Jesus. <laughs> Come on. Yay. I'll pretend like it's, I'll pretend like I don't know what's happening. Sorry, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, 
that was terrible and I appreciated it. That it's, it's, like, I, it's but, like God uses euphemisms like, hey, buddy, we're taking you to the farm upstate. Like God can't bring himself to say what happened to you. That's how bad it was. <laughs> you lost to Kentucky, son. Ah! Ah! So I think the brand was bad, right. right? Vans were associated with abductions, really bad accidents, right? You never heard about entire band dies in sturdy station wagon accident sure. no no like you know it was like Subar- a squad. there was never a subaru engulfed in flames right right it was always it was always a van and right. and i think vans sort of got a bad rap there also vans became the you know krieger on archer doesn't have a sensible suv covered in rush cover art no it's a van. krieger has a van yeah Right. So I think the brand was kind of bad. I also think that um, once SUVs happened, America's obsession with gigantism and uh, fake hustle and and strength really kind of like kicked in because vans are um, if vans were a football player, vans are a fat punter. Right. We'd kind of point and go, hmm, I was going to say vans are a fullback where you're like some people still have them. Fewer use them. Uh, can I can I go a step further? H-backs. Oh, Very boy. useful. Yeah, but nobody exactly knows what they are, right? You can mod them out in a lot of different ways. H-backs can do all kinds of crazy stuff. Right. Right? Yeah. But I think once SUVs came along and people were like, hmm, look, this definitely says I got a big crank. Like, that's, yeah, that was, they're safer. They actually blow over at like twice the rate. Right. SUVs are like way more dangerous and they also increase highway fatalities by simply being larger. Right. I just feel safe up here. I just want to feel safe. No, you want to kill the other person. That's what that means. I think this is actually a good thing. What we did was we took the van, which was just one gender, and now there are many genders. There are SUVs, minivans, Hummers. You know, we 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 split up the uh, the identity choices for crossover vehicles. Yeah. Yeah, like now, now you whatever large vehicle you want, you know, you have something more, more, more suited to your personal identity. Mm. Well, speaking of things that haven't been popular since the 1980s, we're fond of saying that all all Notre Dame fans are cops. Which, by we, I mean me, very fond of saying that because entirely accurate. If we're just going to put it out there, all Notre Dame fans they're cops or they're cops waiting to happen. Right. And I, I've received very little pushback on this because I think the few Notre Dame fans who actually respond to me are either in on the joke or have just given up. And I respect that. You should give up on. Or deep yeah, undercover. Deep, deep, deep undercover. undercover. <laughs> They're coming. <copy>, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to get in the EDSPS hive. <laughs> and it'll take 20 to 30 years. It's a splinter cell. And I'm going to slit action cookbooks throat. <laughs> That's. And and that's that's generally my interaction with Notre Dame fans. But today, today was not that day because somebody on the internet, some lovely person, sent me uh, my favorite fact about Notre Dame: the irrefutable. That would be the Notre Dame College of Arts and Letters badge-carrying Notre Dame students are helping St. Joseph County police fight cyber crimes by executing search warrants, analyzing evidence, and testifying in cases. Literal cops. 
literal cops. You can be a literal cop as an, an, inter- an internet cop at that. Is Indiana short on cops or something? It's definitely not short on internet crime. Like, that's my... <laughs> like, what is... What is what is the like? Is that really uh, an issue here at all? That that Indiana would be short on cops. Well, let's see. We need kind of a light. Do you believe in kind of a light fascism? And do you like Notre Dame football? I didn't think there was a shortage of people like that in Indiana, but who knows? Ball states making inroads. Maybe Captain La- Captain Larry Bird stepped down from the force, so. <laughs> Captain Daryl Bird, Captain Larry Bird, Captain Merrill Bird, Captain Daryl, quote, Larry Bird, Captain Harry, quote, Larry, quote, Daryl Bird, all retiring from the force. Guess we just got to go dredge up some kind of shifty private school kids to be cops for us. This is a bad after school special. This is this is a coming of age, college age drama gone terribly wrong, right? Well, it's alarming because if, like, a 19-year-old wearing a Notre Dame hoodie showed up at your door and was like, Hi, my name's Sam, <laughs> and I have a search warrant, you I don't know how well you'd react to that. Here's my badge. <laughs> Officer Ralph Wiggum here from <laughs> Notre Dame Police Force. <laughs> my dad thinks Ron Palace is underrated. <laughs> That, hey, if you want to, uh, yeah, know, I don't, hey, I don't see, I don't see, I don't see somebody opening the door and being like, "Well, oh, as the papers look, all right, take the computer. Here we go." Yeah, I'm here to serve a warrant. Well, I'm Eddie Lacy. Shit. <laughs> that was my favorite thing that happened today. That's really just me reminding everybody, Notre Dame fans, cops, all cops. That's why they were the only ones. The only ones that you can like or trust are the dirty cops. Because they're fun at parties. All right, let's talk about the week. Where do you want to start? Hmm. I don't know. We asked our we asked our listeners for predictions about week two, and uh, we have a list of games. We're going to kind of pivot off that. We know, I can, oh, we know it's week three. Don't tell him. No, it's week three. Dang it. Week three. I have several predictions for week two. Prepare to be amazed. <laughs> Watch this. I mean, um, I th- this might be this might be out there, but uh, Thursday is the first day of FBS games. It might be crazy. Maybe we could just start with that day. Mm. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a bold. That's a bold start. Are we sure that you're ready for something with this much potency, this much pure sex in one game? No, we can do it. We can we can start with we can start with a damn it, Ryan, if you want. Damn it, Ryan. <laughs> yep, that's right. Boston College at Wake Forest, a game that has now <laughs> been been moved up because of the the impending hurricane. To uh, I think this game kicks at five thirty on a Thursday. Five thirty in Winston Salem. In in a time when people may have may be leaving or have already left town, so. Just prepare yourself now for the Twitter smartasses to be like, look, nobody's at this game. And you're right. Nobody will be at that game for good reason. We're not really going to hate on that. Um, other than that, the winner of this game is going to be 3-0. and And at least until the, end of the, until the end of the weekend, the leader in the driver's seat 
of the Atlantic Division. Surely, surely they they uh they won't be ahead of Florida State, will they? In the overall grand scheme, surely they will, and no, arguably that might well that, arguably they might have picked up more distance by the time the weekend is over. We'll get to that as well. Um, do either of you know how far you have to go back to find a Wake Forest coach who finished his career at the school with a five hundred or better record? Uh, do um, tell. You have to go back to Coach Forrest Whitaker. Wake Forest coach Forrest Whitaker. You are not entirely um, wrong, or at least you, there's uh, somebody with a damn similar name. You need DC Peahead Walker. The last Peahead, Peahead Walker. Uh, DC is short for Douglas Clyde. He was the coach at Wake Forest from 1937 to 1950. Retired. Uh, Above 500, Jim Grobe, the next closest with a record of 77 and 82. Um, Spencer, I already asked Jason this, but while we were waiting for you to get on the phone, Jim Caldwell coached at Wake Forest for what I say, Jason, eight years. That's -hmm. what you said, and um, felt long, but I'll take your word for it. Um, in the course of those eight years. How many games do you think Jim Caldwell won? I'm sure we've talked about this on the show, and I don't care. 42. 26. He even went to a bowl one year, right? He went went to exactly one bowl, because he had exactly one winning season. Eight years. And you know what? I'm not not even mad at Jim Caldwell about that. I'm like, man, that's pretty good, dude. It's pretty good for Wake Forest. It's not. It's really twenty. You think twenty six and sixty three is pretty good? Back then, it's hard to do worse than that. <laughs> I'm sure really, somebody. Has. I'm sure it's, someone did. <laughs> maybe I can't. Pre- yeah, I, I'm sure his predecessor. I'm sure his predecessor was probably worse. I'm sure. By the way, if you oh, were, oh no, you will for- not. You will not speak ill of Bill Dooley like that. The other Dooley, <laughs> Chill Dooley, Bill Dooley. Spencer, a, uh, a, another thing Ryan and I were discussing about Wake Forest before you got on, yes, we had multiple concurrent Wake Forest discussions, um, was like, what was your first conscious awareness of Wake Forest football? Mostly as a stat line in some game involving the other team scoring a lot of points. And Wake Forest, not like they were the highlight team. They were the Washington Generals, right? Uh-huh. In any highlight, they you know usually with Florida State or usually with Clemson or someone coming in an ACC highlight mid game, and they would be like, "And here, after three straight fumbles by Wake Forest, Florida State scores on its fourth straight possession with a 99 yard touchdown pass against nothing, no one." So, are we thinking like early 90s? Mm, yeah, yeah. This is some. I, I will say early to mid '90s. They were definitely like a JP Jefferson pilot. Special. Sure. Yeah, because right. I feel like it was. Uh, I mean, I watched a lot of Georgia Tech and a lot of Florida State as a kid, and even then, I really don't know if I was fully aware that Wake Forest had a football program. So, so I'm going to amend my answers. <clears throat> I'm going to amend my answer. I don't go f- as far back as Spencer, but I initially said 2006 when they won the conference. I think my answer is more like 2001, 2002 playing NCAA 
running a team and saying, okay, how do I get teams on the schedule that are not total garbage or are not like FCS, but I can win. And Wake Forest was a real reliable, like week two, schedule them. Absolutely. This dynasty is going places. But did you think that's just like, it's like the, um, the private school equivalent of like FCS Southeast. You know? I couldn't. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I, they, they, on, the only tip off was like, Oh, they, somebody put work into this logo. That's it. <laughs> I always remember thinking that the demon Deacon really actually was terrifying. Like Ray Bradbury villain, the mascot. I remember thinking that even as a child, because I did not know they had a football team, but I knew they had a basketball team. He looks and like the because- farmer from babe. Mm, if the farmer from Babe had a kind of darkness to his soul, yes. The farmer from Babe does have a kind of darkness to his soul. Yeah, but not like the kind that's going to turn Babe into bacon later in the movie. No, that's, not... that's like that's like strongly implied. Yeah, yeah but, but that doesn't mean he's like, you know, a demon. It just means he's very hungry. Yeah, it involved two things which were deeply, uh, deeply repellent to me, which were church and uh, and demons. And I got over one of those. Demon <laughs> the deacon part's still pretty creepy to me. But yeah, this so is this is Thursday. by the way. I, I ha- well, no, I do have one stat on this game because in my head, I thought, yeah. what what would you think about these two teams facing off? You would go completely opposite styles because you and I both know, of course, that Wake Forest is one of the top ten fastest teams with the most plays per minute in college football right now after two two games. Massive data set, right? But generally, they go fast. So you would think Boston College, dudes being guys, going slow, getting windy. They can throw the ball. They can throw the ball this year. Uh, They can do a lot this year. And by a lot, I mean they actually are not too far behind Wake Forest in total number of plays run this year. They, like, Wake Forest for all of the, like, ooh, top 10, uh, they have 175 plays total that they've run. Boston College has 159. They're moving. This is a very different Boston College team. So I kind of thought this game might suck, and it still might, given the fact that, I don't know, might be played in the uh, oncoming winds of a hurricane. But barring that, it could be pretty entertaining. Damn it, Ryan revoked. Yeah, no, take that take that off. Respect, yes. Wake Forest, Boston College. Respect. This is a quality, underrated aperitif. If it were... If it were an appetizer that arrived at my table, it would probably be like, what's an underrated appetizer? I'm just, you know what? I'm just going to go like your standard neighborhood pizza joints, like uh, breadsticks, which are actually just the crust. Right. You know, garlic knots usually apply for this, too. Sure. Garlic knots are too close to bagel territory for me. (laughs) No, stop being so online. Stop it. Yeah, what was the damn bagel thing this week? Why is everyone yelling about bagels? Why why are you going to have an emotion about a bagel? The it's short, an inert it's Jason, an inert thing. Jason, the short version is that Cynthia Nixon, who's running for governor of New York, um, got I think it was a cinnamon raisin bagel and put locks and something else on it, and everybody was like, "What? That's crazy!" And no, and it doesn't actually matter. That's where this all came from. To, to for the record, the bad story about her opponent was that he tried to push through a reopening of a bridge to uh, happen just before the primary on Thursday, and the builders were like, hey, the old bridge might collapse on the new bridge. Guess which one the internet talked more about. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, I think bagels are good, but fuck bridges. 
Hate all of them. Cinnamon, cinnamon raisin bridges are the worst. I think we should caulk the wagons and float. Um, let's let's fjord let's, the river. Let's go to some of our uh, bold Twitter predictions. Let's start with okay. Colin Ledbetter at C Ledbetter on Twitter. Toledo sends Miami to one and two. This game kicks at noon on Saturday. Do either of you know where this game is being played? The no. great city of Toledo, Ohio. That's which right. is as far from Miami as New Jersey is from New Mexico. I don't. Th- I don't think anyone really realizes unless you've <laughs> driven through Florida how goddamn far Miami is from the rest of the country. It's basically Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So this is far. We I, and I know. Uh, I don't know if we, anybody wrote anything about this, but our friend Cam Underwood over at the Canes Blog, um, State of the U. We like we had a lot of questions as to why because Miami's had this game App State they had another game did they play like Western Kentucky or um, Arkansas, State. Arkansas State maybe it was mm-hmm. on the road like they've that had all these was canceled but yeah it was scheduled they've had all these weird fucking road games and I think the the basic answer is that around the same time that the Nevin Shapiro thing was happening. They the the university was kind of cash strapped, and so all these group of five schools basically strong arm strong arm them to say, okay, we're gonna do home and homes, and you're gonna pay us, and it worked, and it totally worked, and that's why number twenty one Miami has to go to Toledo in week three for a noon game. It's amazing, and they might lose. Well, they, I mean, they might you- lose. Uh, if your football program is following the travel itinerary of somebody who's later indicted for some kind of interstate racketeering and or grandiose like insurance fraud slash coke scheme, um, you might be the Miami Hurricanes. It's not even that anymore. Now it's like minor leaguer who won't give up the dream. <laughs> <laughs> or str- or like like struggle fam. Like when you're like, the recession was hard. First, we moved to Toledo. Where are you going next? Job. El Dorado, Arkansas. Yeah, it's <laughs> a real place. <laughs> this is this is um, this is like Fog Hat's last tour. This is like, yeah, it's not good. It's really, really not good. And they might, they really might lose this game. I think Toledo is a top twenty team in Bill's S and P rankings. Yeah, um, uh, Bill's oh, numbers will put favor on Toledo to win outright. <laughs> You don't the, just the, Bill's what? numbers will just look at these and think like, oh yeah, Toledo should win. I love you, Bill's numbers. You're so cold and mean, and you don't like Auburn that much. <laughs> You're just well, like Auburn, Spencer. Auburn, you, Auburn said Bill's numbers said to Auburn, uh, "You better get eighty to nothing, or else you're going down." And and Auburn fans all week were like, "Shit, how are we going to get eighty points?" And then <laughs> they were up like sixty to nothing, and then it became sixty to two, and they're like, "Fuck, we're going to go down." <laughs> Underperformed, <laughs> failure. <laughs> I mean, you don't just walk into the glass bowl and, you know, push Toledo <laughs> around. Come on. This is, by the way, this week when I looked at games where teams had gained over 700 or 800 yards and we're looking and I was looking at yardage discrepancies to see what the most lopsided games since 2000 were because, and we'll get to this, Boise State is on one right now, just quietly up there slaughtering anyone who gets within 100 miles of that stadium 
The mainstream media doesn't want you to know, but we're going to tell you about it, okay? <laughs> Bodies are disappearing in the, <laughs> the hills of Idaho. The murder smurfs, the, uh, the by murder the way, smurfs are real. <laughs> they're, they're called the murder smurfs. That was coined by uh, a football podcast. I'm not going to say which and, one. It's an NFL podcast. We can talk about it. <laughs> by Bill Barnwell's arch rival NFL podcast. Yeah. Podcast ain't played nobody. Fine is the name of it. Nerds like cartoons. That's why they used it. Right. Yeah. Murder. But the murder smurfs are putting people. Um, they're not putting people in body bags because there's not enough left. Whatever. Whatever happens in Watchmen. Right. Sure. Dr. Manhattan just, you know, <laughs> looks at Rorschach and just leaves like a some jello on the, the snow. That's what's happening to people who play Boise. Toledo, though, when you look at historically Toledo. Toledo, Toledo has put some war crimes on the board against people. Just wholesale slaughter. So, point being, they've done it before in Miami. Don't think they won't do it again. I want to take a second to talk to some particular fan groups out there. The Temples, the Yukons, the UNCs, um, the Iowa States, the Purdue's, the UTEPs, UCLA's, and the Arizonas of the world. All you have known this season is loss, and for some of you, that might be difficult to cope with. You might even be blaming yourself, which you shouldn't do. You are not the coach. You are not one of the players. You're not even a lowly grad assistant. I mean, maybe you're a coach or a player or a grad assistant listening to this podcast, in which case, what are you doing? Please do something more productive with your time. Your team is winless. Anyways, these losses aren't your fault. Most losses aren't because you have surprisingly little control over anything in this world. But your hair is not one of those things. 66% of men lose their hair by age 35, but it's easier to keep the hair you have than replace the hair you've lost. That's why we're here to tell you about 4 where you get connected with real doctors and medical solutions to treat hair loss. You can get a trial month of HIMS for $5 today when you go to 4 slash shutdown. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash shutdown. Again, you can't stop Purdue or UConn or UCLA from losing, but you don't have to have the Arizona of air. Don't have the Arizona of anything. Go to forhims.com slash shutdown and have the Arizona state of hair. Next. Next. Um, uh, we're, are we on to Saturday? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, we're well into Saturday. We're, we've already started right? Saturday. Okay. Um, Th- this this game is, I don't uh, actually remember days at all. It's so fine. we started at noon on Saturday with Miami Toledo and now we're going back to 6 a.m. 6 a.m. island time that is because yes. Hawaii is flying its ass across planet Earth to West Point, New York for a noon Eastern game. You might say, "Oh, that's cruel. That's unusual." Well, they have done it before. In 2010, they beat Army at 6 a.m. Hawaii time. So uh, if you're if you're Hawaii, you just use you're just used to just fuck like Hawaii is like like a new parent, you know like oh god I'm just rolling out of bed at four a.m. Fine, fine, let's play four hours of football. Well, there's there's no trip that Hawaii takes that's like oh that was easy. Like, right. All of Hawaii's road games are some bullshit. This is this is actually Hawaii a- has a like Hawaii's like you know trophy rivalry games. One is with is with fucking Wyoming. Yeah. Just like four time zones away. And at altitude. So it's <laughs> just here, let's put you up in two dimensions, right? Over and up. Oh, we hate those bastards in Wyoming that are 
2,000 miles away. You know you know how you play like an open world video game that doesn't have any sort of easy warp and you have to manually go all over? And at first you're like, wow, this is so so cool. There's so many parts of the city to explore or whatever. And eventually you're just like, why won't this horse go any faster? That's Hawaii's every football year. Every football year. Oh, God. We got it. We left the blue key over in Boise. God damn it. Yeah, it's like you're playing NBA 2K 2018, and it's like, fuck, I need a new haircut. It's going to take me an hour to walk across the menu. I can't go without a lineup. Jesus. <laughs> but I, at the risk of bringing actual information into this, I, it's not that much of a problem for Hawaii when they're good. It's just not. I mean, oh, they're going to bomb on these folks. Yeah, no, they're going to they're, they're put it on these people because, you know, people's Heisman contender Cole McDonald. Cole McDonald is real. If you see if you see a white guy with dreads throwing shakas, remember that's Cole McDonald, and don't get in his way. Cole McDonald all. can roll out of bed and throw five touchdowns. I mean that literally. Okay, because... now, but is that still true when you have to play Army's offense on the other side of things? Yeah, you can throw touchdowns against Army <laughs> against their offense. Hey, um, if anyone could do it, Cole McDonald could. Damn, that's next yeah. level. He no, just, he, he, sna- he snaps the ball. You're on offense, but he snapped the ball, and you're like, that can't that can't be uh, within the rules. But you can't well, find yeah, the rule. Uh, like uh, in, any army general or whatever would tell you, the best defense is good offense. Damn. Know? So so here's the play, Tri- like triple option fake. Ha! Army's pulled back. Let's a pass deep. Whoa! There's a Hawaii defender there. Who is it? Crazy. It's Cole McDonald playing safety. <laughs> he stops. Pauses. Everyone's like, whoa, it's Cole McDonald. And right as that comes out of your mouth, <laughs> boom. How you like that, Army? That's a perfect artillery strike. 60 yards downfield to a streaking cornerback who's also his wide receiver. And who is it? It's Marcus Vick, somehow. <laughs> Back from the dead. Marcus Vick's not actually dead. He did not. The best die. dream I've ever had. Yeah. that's And that's what happens. And you know what? Somebody would go, is that legal? And what I would respond with is counterpoint. Why are you so uncool? Why do you hate magic? Yeah. Hey, man, chill, bro. It's 6 a.m. Hawaii time. This yeah. Is this no is time for rules. Yeah. This is actually, by the way, like the team Hawaii resembles most in like travel as an international rugby squad, right? Like the All Blacks. And they do fine. There are things like people just get used to this. Or it's Street not- Fighter. Or Street <laughs> or Frank <laughs> or Frank Dukes in Bloodsport. Japan! <laughs> USSR! That's, you know what? We're just giving Hawaii, Nick Rolovich will listen to this and he'll get so many motivationals, right? He'll be like, you guys are like Street Fighter, man. They say you're not Blanca. We're going to show them you're Blanca. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this dude's going to come out on sideline dressed like Chun-Li. <laughs> Players go wild. We'll just, we'll just be sitting there going like, this should be uncomfortable, <laughs> but he's got the thighs to carry it off. <laughs> He can do it. All right. Um, <clears throat> this bold prediction comes from Larry's Fiesta Party on the House at DJ Jazzy J. The winner of the Rutgers Kansas game will play in a postseason bowl. I. Uh, okay. I. I don't want to go that far. The winner of this game okay. will be two and one, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And as somebody pointed out, if I, I think as maybe Bunky pointed out, let me check. 
Yes, Bunky Perkins, uh, Kansas is going to have a bona fide win streak come Saturday. If Kansas wins this game, they will be on a two-game win streak. That was the one I was going to use for this game. Okay. I was going to use okay. um, at fourth and short with a more modest proposal, which is Kansas with back-to-back FBS wins, which I know that sounds like a modest proposal now that you've seen Kansas win a football game a Stop week ago. Stop calling it that. It sounds like Kansas is like, let's eat children. I'm gonna keep doing it because it upsets you, Ryan. And then I will continue. Well, they don't have the that. they don't have the they don't have the depth chart to eat children. They can't get away with that. They're out in the corn. Kansas' last back to back win streak over FBS teams. Oh my god. Um, I'll say 2009. I'll go 2010. 2009, it is. Yes. Oh god. <laughs> when they won four FBS games in a row. All right, if you have to take, uh, and, and we can walk through the schedule if you want, if you have to take Rutgers or Kansas, the winner to then go on and win, let's say, four more games, not some five and seven horseshit, and become so bowl it, eligible. So if it's if Kansas wins or, or if yeah, Rutgers wins? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so here's your Rutgers option first. Let's say I'm Rutgers. Rutgers. You already? Yeah, well, I'm just looking up on the board, and I see I have uh, I have additional games pegged as wins for them later in the year. Whereas right. Kansas, it's just clean paper. Rutgers uh, after this would have they would host Buffalo, Indiana, Illinois as their next three games. They would go to Maryland, then they would host Northwestern. And if they're not bowl eligible by then, they probably won't be because they finish with Wisconsin, Michigan, Penn State, Michigan State. But is it possible that they could win four of those five games between Buffalo, Indiana, Illinois, Maryland, Northwestern? Yeah, I mean, I think that I think they'll be favored against Illinois. Uh, Buffalo is pretty good, but they could beat Buffalo. And, you know, Indiana is capable of anything, as always. Northwestern, yeah, will, Northwestern will be fired up to beat those Reds. Oh, that yeah. Red Knight. That but well, at that point, Rutgers will be ranked like number 24, so it'll be a big game. <laughs> Uh, we're having this debate because it's a debate you can have about Rutgers' schedule. Jason is correct. That is yeah. not a debate you can have about Kansas' schedule. There is no way they get to a bowl game. I think they win two in a row, and that is the victory they get their entire year. But if I can highlight one particularly ugly game waiting down the stretch where I still think Kansas loses this game, but nobody will want to watch it. Like I just want to pre-bake this particular turd pie for everybody. Uh, Iowa State goes to Kansas and Iowa state this year. That's an ugly football team. I didn't say not, I didn't say not potentially good if they fix something, but they are that offense was rough. I think I got something even more amazing. Mm, go for go it. ahead. The sunflower showdown. Oh God. <laughs> Kansas state finally loses to an FCS team. <laughs> it's Kansas bitch <laughs> in disguise. <laughs> Kansas, Dakota state. <laughs> we have one more we have one more uh noon game it's kind of a damn it ryan but kind of not and for this we'll go to uh john casillo uh the managing editor of our uh syracuse blog he says syracuse scores 45 on florida state and loses in regulation I, I don't I, I listen I recognize I'm saying this and when it's wrong people are going to throw it in my face I am not confident 
this Florida State team right now, the way it's been playing, can score 40 points. What about on like um, interception returns? That's yeah, okay. Yes, if they get some if they get some turnover scores, some special team scores maybe. Because against Virginia Tech, they ran for 3.4 yards a carry and converted about a third of their third downs, 5 of 16. They then played Samford. The run game only got a little better, 3.8 yards, and the third down conversions actually got worse, 4 of 14. Their pass defense other than getting some turnovers, was not good against either team. Florida State has time to round into form to figure some things out, but if you're asking me, do I think based on a very bad performance against Virginia Tech and an only little better performance against Samford, both at home, that they can turn around and serve? If if Syracuse drops 45 on them, no, Florida State won't win this game. Yeah, um... Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, if what you need you need another if I give you two, if I give you 14 points and pick sixes. Yeah. And you, I don't I still don't think you get to that total. Especially this is a road like just some more context. This is a road game. Okay. This is a road game uh at Syracuse. This is um an offense that doesn't really understand what it's supposed to do yet and it's a Syracuse team that's pretty clear on how it does things. It's very comfortable doing them that way. The Syracuse defense is still not very good, at least based on their opener against Western Michigan. Um, but the offense is good enough that they will, it feels like they will constantly be winning the field position battle. So even if they stall out and kick a field goal or have to punt or something, um, Florida State will Florida State will not be getting the advantage of oh we're starting at the Syracuse we're starting at the Syracuse forty eight we're starting on our own forty seven some shit like that they will always it, I unless they are turning the ball over it does not feel like a game where they can just be like yep we just won the field position battle all night and that's how we were able to make things easier on our offense that is real struggle also by the way. They got their defense has five picks already. So mm, mm. turnover margins looking right. Yeah, this is not this is bad. Plus we've this already very, very decided BC, BC Wake is the is the battle for the King of the Atlantic. Uh early on, yeah. Week week three is a trip, y'all. <laughs> it's like 2018 might be weird. Week week three is definitely odd. Steve Adazio kind of looks like a merman. It could be, you know, it could be Poseidon-ish. Yeah. Right? Like a like a <clears throat> like a walrusy merman. Maybe Poseidon's personal trainer, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> like that's it. He's Poseidon's personal trainer. He's not Poseidon. I just don't see him ever I don't see him ever like getting comfortable with a beard, right? Like he's right. just like, no man, cheeks. Like I can't free freedom. We're cheeks not gotta sk- be free. We're not skipping Finn Day. We're just not. Steve Adazio is—he's in the shape of beer. <laughs> yeah, he's in your bathtub. You're like, oh my god, how are we gonna keep him alive? Oh, we gotta, we gotta fill up the tub, fill the tub with Coors, <laughs> fill it with Coors and dudes, dudes, just, more dudes in this bathroom. Rush back into his cheeks. He's actually doing a great job at Boston College. That's a very difficult place to be successful. It really is. Him and Scott Leffler, they got it all figured out. I somehow. Yep. Yep. 
life is long and people who like you know fail sometimes succeed later on it's it's wild yeah you'll it'll, it. it'll happen for you al golden one day somewhere probably so, not I like, I like that we're still talking about the uh thursday night game yeah it's, no it's, it's, it's the it's the most important game we've discussed it's just that good. Now, I, I want to move to um, a game at 2.30 p.m. You say, oh, what an odd kickoff, right? What what a weird kickoff time. Who kicks off games at 2.30? Oh, you know, cops. That's who kicks them <laughs> off. Um, Jay, uh, I'm going to take this from uh, Jay Rigdon, at Jay Rigdon 5 on Twitter. And we're just going to put it all out there. I appreciate both the precision of this bet, uh, the courage, and uh, the bravery. This is a bold pick, especially this score, which when I say it, will feel so right as to feel like fact in advance of reality. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. From Jay. <clears throat> Vandy 26, Notre Dame 15. Jesus. 15? 15. <laughs> Spectacular. I love it. All right. Wait, that, feels, that feels like it's 23-15. Notre Dame goes for a on, on goes for a fourth down. Has a receiver drop a ball. I'll say with uh, having had having reached the line to gain. So they turn over on downs. Vanderbilt just needs like a couple first downs to um to kill the clock. They only get one, but then they kick a long field goal to ice it. Yeah, I'm good with that scenario. Either that or. There's some kind of 24-15 scenario where Notre Dame gives up a game-killing oh, safety. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, you're seeing it, aren't you? You're seeing it in all its glory. I mean, the main problem is that Vanderbilt is not a cybercrime school, so Notre Dame's cops will be useful. Like, Vanderbilt's an accounting fraud school. Vanderbilt's yeah, no. some, like, Sarbanes-Oxley SEC, the other SEC, violating school. They're not, they're not cybercrimes. Yeah, no, and Vanderbilt's on Vanderbilt's only committing their crimes by word of mouth, right? Like that's they're only everything's gonna be like nothing's written down, is my point. Well, golf golf scores are written down. But that's it. Damn it, Chad. I told you not to put it on the back of the scorecard. You said no such thing, other Chad. <laughs> Chad three. <laughs> Vander Vanderbilt Vanderbilt grads all like Brainiac, right? Like Brainiac 1.0, 2.0, 3.0, and 4.0. That takes us to 3.30, and, well, let's just go to our good friend Rick Muscles, at Rick Muscles on Twitter. Auburn beats LSU on a field goal. Feelings, thoughts, intuition, anything? Well, I doubt there'll be a lot of touchdowns, so field goal is probably the safer bet. It's very weird to think that this is the game last year that effectively i know the sec championship happened but if this game hadn't happened last year auburn was was i have to think in the playoff no matter what happened in the sec championship game right yeah because Mm. if you'll recall i believe that um was it a 17 point lead that auburn blows yes i think right yeah it's a 17 point lead that they blow in this i will riverside that with drew frog who predicts LSU beats Auburn with a pick six? Okay, yeah, that's that's the kind of touchdown we'll see in this game. I think exactly like that's it'll technically, be technically. Hey, technically, that's beating him with a field goal. It's just the other side of it. 
Yeah, just like a late 10-6 struggle where everybody's like, Firehead Orgeron. Firehead Orgeron. It's like when you kill somebody with the butt of a gun. Like, yeah, you did kill him with a gun, just not the way that you thought. This will be my favorite thing, by the way, just to show you how, I guess, overrated coaches are in terms of, like, game day presence. Because it's kind of like a presentation. If you ever rolled into a presentation and you worked real hard on it, you go, it doesn't really matter how I feel now. I'm going to nail this, right? Did prep prepared. I did all my stuff. And then uh, you've had those moments where you go, I'm totally unprepared. And no matter how hard I coach myself, this is going to go very poorly. In this game, something like Greedy Williams taking a pass when it's 10-6 and turn it into a 13-10 LSU win will happen. And everyone will go, man, I don't you're on. That guy just knows how to win. You're like, no, Greedy Williams <laughs> knows how to win. You idiots didn't do anything for four quarters, and he saved your ass. Everybody's like, I don't know what you're on. It's fantastic. I love yeah, that. Love you, baby. Great job by Coach O of uh, inheriting Greedy Williams. <laughs> great job in being a 21-year-old with astonishing athletic talent. That's how all wealth works in this country. This This rivalry game... And maybe somebody's going to get mad that I said that. Has had some truly abysmal scores. In recent history, 1995, final score of this game, 12-6. The next mm. year, 1915. 2004, 10-9. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah. Go back. Literally World War One. <laughs> And the like the word like we're entering trench warfare. Yeah, here. No, <laughs> like literal trench warfare year score result number. 2004, 10, 9, 2006, 7, 3, 2012, 12, 10, mm-hmm. 2016, 18, 13. <laughs> uh, pro- probably an awful war going on at that time. As well. <laughs> yeah, some, some horrible diarrheal slog where everybody's just, you know, has soiled pants and bayonets mm-hmm. and is moving very slowly through the mud. That that is Auburn LSU. And people will talk about it. Like, this is awesome. Like, oh, yeah, this is, this is the way football should be. Get back to me on Saturday after about two hours of watching this shit. <laughs> so I like the counter programming here on this game because while this game will have, uh, you know, the score will be a year that an, a war happened. Right. The score in the other ranked game at this time will be a year that like, like, ain't, you know, deep future sci-fi is set in boise state oklahoma state set in the year 65 48 a luke basson movie is what you're getting here yeah humanity humanity you're getting like end of the universe fiction yeah this is this is this is you know the seas have risen and the only high point of land left is a tiny spit of land that used to be stillwater oklahoma Inside, a renegade robot who must save humanity by shooting all of the things. It's like the 18th sequel to 2001. Yeah. It's like two, yeah, 2185. Still 2001, water. the extended universe. It's named yeah. for the total number of offensive yards in this game. <laughs> Mike, Mike, Gundy's, Mike Gundy's head in a jar just sitting there, sipping a milkshake loaded with vodka. Hey! And I like that um, because LSU Auburn is a CBS game. They'll still end at the same time anyway. <laughs> yeah. How did the 10-3 game finish after the quadruple overtime 80-point game? They showed an episode of Designing Women at halftime. An hour-long one, a special. 
LSU Auburn, directed by Terrence Malick. <laughs> oh my god, Auburn literally has the tree of life! <laughs> I watched the toilet paper soar up in the tree over and over again. I considered God's many forms. Like the hair of angels. It floated in the wind. As that tiger looks at me, <laughs> I wonder, am I that tiger? Oh, God. This is, by the way, this is made so much worse by the fact that LSU doesn't, like, Auburn's not going to have a run game. And you'll be able to, like, fl- like, and, and they'll have to do that thing where Jarrett Stidham does too much. Well, and, do, you remember, and- do you remember what Auburn's defense did to, like, a reasonably well-regarded quarterback in week one? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are they going to do to Joe Barrow? Oh, Joe Burrow. Oh, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. <laughs> Joe Burrow, my Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, Louisiana, <laughs> population 328. They killed my boy. Your name, your last name is literally something you dig into the ground. <laughs> we got to bury Joe Burrow before Auburn eats him. I mean, I just want you to think globally speaking. I know they've been on a run. But if I said, no, it's cool, man. We got a transfer quarterback from where? Oh, Ohio State? All right. I know. I know that things have been a little bit better at that position lately. But historically speaking, if I told you, no, 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 we got a guy from Columbus. We're great. I'm like, oh, good. The, the people who produced Art Schleister. Yeah. That'll be no. phenomenal. Joe Bowserman. No. L- LSU's alchemy is too powerful. Yeah. No, he's, he's going to be amazing. He completed 10 passes uh, against Washington. How could he not be great against Elish, against uh, Auburn? You got it backwards. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's fine. No, I got it's it. Fine. Yeah. I was, yeah. It's, it's not good. Equals not good. I look forward to the to the day that feels like it's not too far off when all SEC teams um, have transfers starting and they just stop. They're just like, well, let's just use those scholarships on other positions. We know we're just going to scoop up somebody else's we're transfer. Just, we're anyway. just going to get him anyway. We're not going to recruit him. That's stupid. <laughs> Who buys a QB new? Please drive it off the lot and it loses a star. Let me see the Carfax on that Jared Stidham. Who? It's been through <laughs> some shit, huh? You start hearing about spring ball, like the the punter competition. Because mm-hmm. you yeah. know whoever shows up in August is a quarterback. Yeah, Boise State, Oklahoma State's going to be flames, y'all. Who? Who? Flames. Who? Go ahead, make your bold prediction for that game. My bold prediction, I have no predictions other than I'm just going to prop my eyeballs up and with paper clips and watch the whole thing hanging upside down from the ceiling. It's going to be amazing. If if the murder Smurfs pull this off, oh boy, it's already fun to, to imagine to imagine the anti, anti-Boise State playoff takes that will start can, bubbling. Can I give well, you yeah, one I'm, thing? I'm up. excited for UCF fans to like... <laughs> <laughs> for angry UCF fans to look up and see the whole country like, yeah, fuck them up, boys. Yeah, up, Boise State again. Yeah, Boise State and Houston, the two teams we like the best. What? <laughs> you assholes. Did you not see our win over Pitt? No, never heard of Pitt. Sorry. I did see what Boise State did to Troy, though. They beat up UConn. So did we. Yeah, well, I don't know about all that. Yeah, but you didn't. You you had a trophy and then you lost it. So I feel bad <laughs> about that. Um, Spencer, you have a new thing you want to unveil at this next slot. I do. I do. This is the self-esteem special. You feeling a little down? Team? Team A? I'll just call you Team A. 
Get in, get in a little bit closer. I need to tell you. You're feeling a little ugly? Well, you shouldn't. Because there's a beauty to you. You're doing things. You know what? You had a bad couple of weeks. Bad, bad, bad week like two weeks ago. But then, you know, you did a little winning. Completed a few passes. You're feeling pretty good about yourself. Suddenly, Mr. Ugly, I can't find him when I look at the mirror at, you know, six in the morning. I'm seeing somebody who's, I don't know, looking pretty good. You know who's going to be there on Sunday morning when you wake up? Not Mr. Good looking. There's going to be a new man looking at you in the mirror. Mr. Handsome. He's been the same person all along. You just couldn't see it. And you know what you needed? You needed back-to-back wins. And you needed to blow out this weekend of SMU at home. That's right. Michigan Wolverines, you are this weekend's self-esteem special. Because you're going to be playing an SMU team in something so far removed from disarray that it really can't even be called worse than disarray. It's like some other degree of word. It's something different. It's an SMU team that's three different things at once and none of them are good. I know that we're talking about improving self-esteem here, but that's not for SMU. You're toad ugly, broke, and in need of some serious help. But Michigan, you need to take advantage of this. What you need to do, whoop up on him. Beat him like they have three asses. I like that. I like that you came up with this. What game is best to uh, inject self-confidence into a team and fan base that desperately needs it? And you were like, ah, Michigan, they're always lacking. Michigan's always lacking in belief in self. Hey, hey, I'm going to quote Lou Holtz here, okay? This is going to make the Michigan fans really happy, so please go ahead. Sometimes the people who need love most deserve it the least. Sometimes. Yes. Sometimes. Boy, when you say, I'm going to quote Lou Holtz here, everybody just runs for the doors, right? (laughs) Is this a political quote? Is this about demographics in America? Or any ethnicities (laughs) mentioned? Oh, God. Oh, God. Vote Lou Holtz for for governor of Florida. Here's the thing about child labor. Oh, no. So, yeah, the uh, self-esteem special this week says SMU. You're going to feel real good when this game is done, especially because their quarterback situations. uh, Well, you're familiar. It's not very good. You have another new thing to talk about. You yes. got, you had all sorts of plans this week. I do. Were I you born? Were you born? Were the kids too good? Uh, no, no. I, I was actually excited. About, that was not the case at all. <laughs> I was just actually excited about week three, the correct week, and it's this. I've got the runaway beer truck special. The runaway beer truck special, kicking off at the odd hour of four p.m. That's how you know. Scary things are afoot. That shift change at the police station. Mm-hmm. That's right. Some guys will have the trousers around their ankles while you're robbing the bank, North Texas. Where are the cops? Yeah, they're going to take another two minutes to get the drawers up, get on out the door. And that two minutes, you'll need it to escape with a steal of a win that you stole out of the vault of the Arkansas Razorbacks. That's right. North Texas at Arkansas. If you compare them, like using smart people stats, I don't know, like Bill Connolly's. Bill Connolly's Bill Connolly's patented NFL stats. His patented NFL stats applied to college. Uh, North Texas and Arkansas, neck and neck, man. They're like right there. 
And when two teams are this even, you go, well, what am I going to use to determine which team is going to win? Well, I don't know. Maybe the one that didn't lose to Colorado State last week in Colorado. Team's not even in their division. Not really even in their league when you consider uh, how they do things. Do you think... To the best of the full cast knowledge, Colorado State is off this week and it's not playing a game and we won't talk about it further. Not playing a... Not playing a how's this? They're not playing anyone we have to worry about for a couple of years. Correct. God, Colorado State might finish higher in the SEC than Florida. That's fine. You know, if Arkansas and Florida lose to uh, to Colorado State, you know whose fault that is? Arkansas and Florida. Yeah. People hey, get mad know at why you. You have to play Colorado State this weekend. No. Because you traded a game contract for Jim <laughs> All we do is win. You said, hey, give us Jim McElwain and we'll agree to play you. So that turned out really well. That's cool. Oh, we get a brick in the teeth too? Awesome. That'd be great. We have to write you a check? Cool. It's perfect. This plan was brilliant. I'm reminded of how many people were victimized by the mortgage industry in the early 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> given deal, given deals that the banks knew they couldn't afford. You are our balloon mortgage, Jim yeah. McElwain. It's fantastic. Just watch those buttery tooth float on into the distance with our credit. Can we um, can we preview the next two games as a unit, a singular unit? Because I think they are basically the same game. Yeah, I agree. This is a bold move, and I approve. Um, Houston, ahead. Texas Tech. Big passing, big scores, wide open receivers, streaking up and down the field. Basically a Big 12 game. You'll also see that in Alabama Ole Miss. Between these two two te- two games, we have four teams that just get out there and air the ball out and sling the thing around. Just No just, regard uh, for defense. No regard for defense. Racking up yards. Big old totals. Basketball Can I give you- scores. And that's why these coaches can't succeed in the NFL. Not not a single one of these four coaches. Well, mm-hmm. uh, to be fair, Cliff Kingsbury was with the Patriots for a while. <laughs> Easily the most attractive quarterback on that roster. While but these there. other four coaches, no NFL success whatsoever. Let me um, let me give you the best score prediction, which I would apply to both games. By the way, this is from Waddle season at Zajax Eleven. Uh, Jordan Tamu will give Alabama absolute hell, but Tua Tagovailoa will unleash the wrath of God on Ole Miss's defense, 75-49. And I think that's the score in both of these games. 75-49. Yeah. 75-49. It will enrage Nick Saban, and that's why you should watch that game. It's it's extremely on Alabama. Alabama can win games when they allow a lot of points they're like I, th- I looked it up and i think they're like five and six over the last eh, like five years when they allow 25 points or more but those are usually close games those are usually like 30 26 or something there's only a couple of those where they've won pretty handily so if they if they have to put an offensive beaten on old miss nick is going to have conflicted feelings about that yeah i uh by the way uh, in this game, if you go, oh, man, in those four games, you're pretty sure Alabama's allowed the fewest yards, and you'd be correct, right? Um, but of those three, 
of those three remaining teams, none of which have any lick of defense whatsoever. Which of those defenses has allowed the most yardage? Is it Houston? Is it Old Miss? Or is it Texas Tech? It's not Houston. I can't think it's Houston because they got to play Arizona and Arizona's a mess. I think it's Ole Miss. That is correct. Ole Miss feels like a very good, yeah, because they Ole Miss gave up a bunch to like Southern Illinois and gave up a bunch of points and yards last week. Yep, Ole Miss has thus far given up one thousand one hundred and fifteen yards good. of offense thus far. Good hustle. Good well, hustle. Southern Illinois—that's a Big Ten team, right? So that's a, that's not so bad, right? Um, you know what? If Southern Illinois is the splinter cell of Illinois that uh, that is fighting over the brand name for Illinois. They really need to have some sort of reunification with Illinois. Because no, no, they're not. They took all oh. the offense. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, it's not good. Um, it's not good if, at all. If Texas Tech loses to Houston, that puts Cliff at one and two. And then he's got to play Oklahoma State, West Virginia, TCU. Oh, Cliff. Already on their backup, too. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, that, you know, two games at once. That's some tidy work. Uh, I want to go ahead and move to the 8 p.m. special. That would be Ohio State at the Jared Dome. Plan number 15, T-C-U. This, again, I'm only going bold predictions this week. This is from Stomping in My Space Force Ones at To the Winslow. (laughs) And uh, he responds to the picture I posted, which is of the Auburn vaping dog. Vape dog. All one word. D-A-W-G. I think TCU stomps OSU. Final 37-14. Man, that is... I I don't think that's how this works. But nope. I love it. Nope. I love calling a shot that not only that confident in victory, but the margin and the specificity of that margin. Flip, mm. flip it, flip it, flip it, flip it. <laughs> wow, flip it. I, I have, I have, I have one. I have one. It's not learned, but it's a good reason. Okay. Me- media, college football media, Twitter wants that to happen too much. College football media, Twitter wants Ohio State to lose, so Ohio State's going to win handily. Yeah, I think the the say hi to the bad guy approach here is correct. I think Ohio State. They're, they're demonstrably better on paper, and they have been playing well. Again, maybe the secret was getting Urban Meyer out. I'm just going to keep leaning on this. For three and a half hours a week. Oh, no. Yeah. You take him off the field, suddenly Ohio State's offense. God. fear performance. One of, one, there is somebody out there who is writing the loving feature on what Urban Meyer did during his suspension. A lot of quiet reflection. Ground some tape, naturally. Uh, talked to his family. Reconnected with his lord. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I already hate this feature. It's not during his happen. During his uh, seven-day suspension, right, by the way. Right, Dur- During the season. He was um, suspended during the off-season, whatever that means. But I, uh, I did, a lot of, did a lot of thinking. So what is that? 168 hours plus three, three or four hours on game days. So that's uh, 100, 176 hour suspension. What's the how? How many hours is it in the movie about the guy who gets the arm stuck? Uh, it's not three digits, right? Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's fewer. 
There's also the movie where um, it's 127. Uh, Ed- 120, Edward Norton smashes his own face in because he's going to jail. That's like 30 hours, right? Um, I I think I know what you're talking about, but that's very different. Uh, I'm thinking of 127 hours. Yeah. So. so we could just remake that movie, but it's about Urban trying to extricate himself from a tanning bed. So Urban shows up with one arm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You gotta admit that would be what's more hardcore than like getting suspended for something and showing up with one arm, like, but refuses, but but refuses to take questions about it. Refuses. <laughs> <We're asking. laughs> Nick shows up. it with one arm, like I feel it'd be disrespectful to my left arm to answer why I only have a right arm now. I don't like one arm better than the other. My left arm did a lot for this program. Not just gonna forget all the contributions he made. I it's saw only- I saw Nick Saban's left arm in the Auburn admissions office. Yeah, Woody Woody Hayes <laughs> would have been like, My left leg? I'm glad it's gone. Cow coward traitor. Commie. I beat your mother to death with it. Woody Hayes, all you gotta do is tell him it has the word left in it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about it, my left arm was like a left wing. I bisected my whole body. I've halved, halved for America. I mailed it. I mailed the remains of my left leg to Vietnam so it could go kick ass over there. <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk about USC Texas. Eight o'clock, yeah. a game that. Yeah. Uh, all right, yeah. are we done? Is that it for that? That'll game? work. Okay, uh, moving along to yep. Arizona State <laughs> at San Diego State. You know, wait, 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 real quick on that game, like real quick. There's only oh. thing I want to say. Damn I watched it. this game last year in person in LA and it was it was honestly really confusing and I wasn't sure what to make of it because these were obviously two good football teams. No, no, no. It was a preview of what both would be confusing. And you know who won? USC because Sam Darnold started to basically just make stuff up in the fourth quarter and they managed to win. Sam Darnold's not there now, which means the only coherent part of this matchup is gone. So, yeah. Just if you want to watch like a confusing muddle of two teams that have all the money and talent in the world and don't know what to do with it. Go ahead, watch this game. I like if so your eight, your your primetime options. You can either watch Ohio State, you know, um, big gross scandal plagued Ohio State beat the shit out of lovable underdog TCU. Spoiler alert. Or you can watch like USC Texas do like the 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 fucking um like. What's some band that's on like their 80th reunion tour, you know, that plays it's like long. that? Yeah, I, I would just argue that you would watch. You should probably watch hour five of Alabama Old Miss or or you could watch Eastern Washington beat Wazoo. <laughs> Always that. <laughs> that. I'm kidding. You don't get Pac-12 network. You're not going to watch that game. Uh, and that only so Jason. Yeah, that only leaves one other game to discuss. Uh, ranked Arizona State Hashtag going to San Diego life. State. Hashtag Number 23, I think, Arizona State. That's I'm correct. Not look it that's, up. that's correct. I didn't put it on our sheet because I assumed there's no way Arizona State is ranked, but they are. <laughs> <laughs> this, has, this has to be a typo. <laughs> oh, um, oh, I forgot. Uh, real quick, I uh, one thing I want to do since I've taken up a, a dabbling in sports betting this year, I wanted to run through the picks of the week. Oh boy! Um, and 
I'm not going to do the Sandman voice for all that, first of all, because I can never remember what it's actually supposed to sound like. Well, we also, um, we got to do, I mean, if we're going to do this, we have to do the setup right. Um, I'm So I'm going to ask you how you do it on the season, and you're going to give me some ridiculous number that won't be consistent week to week. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Jason, Jason, so who, who, how the pick? do that, by the way? Jason, how the picks doing on the season? Uh, college football picks are 10 and 3 on the season. Wow. Um, Damn. Don't, don't don't ask about the NFL picks. Mm-mm. All right, what do you got this week then? So, um, Ohio State minus thirteen. They're they're going to destroy TCU. I'm sorry, uh, Toledo. You're getting ten points against the team that Bill Connolly's numbers have you winning outright. Um, Boise State plus three point five at Oklahoma State. If they lose by a field goal, you're good. Uh, Vandy plus fourteen point five at at Notre Dame. I mean, if it's thirty four twenty. You win. I, I think that's way too many. I think Vandy's pretty good. Um, Ohio at Virginia. That game is now in Nashville because of weather. And I'd, I'd already taken it, but sure, whatever. That's fine. Um, I have the under in Boston College Wake Forest at 52. I mean, the game is being played at 530 in the afternoon with 20 mile an hour wind. I don't see how it, you know, I don't see how many points can be scored, but We'll see how I'm wrong. I'm most confident in this one. Georgia Southern plus 34.5 at Clemson. Because first of all, Georgia Southern, every possession, they're going to try to hold the ball for 10 minutes. Um, Clemson, once they're up by 18, you know, they're pulling all their starters. They don't need to leave those guys in there to face the option. Uh, And again, probably a lot of weather. And if we did bring out the Sandman for one pick, it would be this one. UMass. Plus 4.5 at FIU. That is your degenerate pick of the week right there. <laughs> I laid actual money on that. Wow. That's, wow. That's truly degenerate. <laughs> How did that feel? Uh, it felt great. I got that one from Bud Elliott's Sunday morning column. Anyone who has any interest in you know learning how this, or maybe you already do gamble or whatever, um, Bud is his Friday morning column. It now starts on Sunday and he updates it throughout the week. You can sort of check in because like, you know, if you have an actual gambling problem, you start on Sunday when the lines are have yet to have yet to develop. You know, you, you, you find some stuff you could take advantage of. Um, so, yeah, I, I saw that one. I, basically, my whole strat, my main strategy here is to look at what Bud, Bud posts and then to look at Bill's numbers. If they agree. Sure. And that's, that's and that's, that's why Jason's 16 and 5 on the season in college football. That's why I'm 22 and 1. Damn. That one though. Ooh, real bad beat. Real bad beat. We'll talk all about it for an hour. Yeah. Yeah, let me let me also say that I enjoy that you bet on that game because it relies on Clemson's defensive line and being very angry that they have to do all of this running and chasing, right? Yeah. Well, like it, it relies on Clemson just saying like just Fuck this! Just, let just yeah, exactly. Just like get, get our guys out of there. Just, just tackle that asshole. God. <laughs> when we get the ball, let's just keep it because we don't want them having it. Yeah. There's going to be four possessions <laughs> just, in this game. Christian Wilkins walking over to the offensive line, being like, "Bruh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> we are running. This sucks." <laughs> 